0: We'll What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another movie review. I'm Chase Lee, and the movie I want to take a look at right now is the 2020 version of Valley Girl. This is adapted from the 1983 counterpart, and this one is uh, directed by Rachel Lee Goldenberg, and this one stars Jessica Roth and Josh Whitehouse as they are lovers in the 80s uh, that are from different backgrounds that defy their parents and friends to stay together. It's you know a romance tale we've seen before, people with different social backgrounds uh welfare backgrounds they come together they have this bond it's unexplainable but they just love each other and they need to stay together and uh see what happens but no one else likes it uh but they defy all their um you know uh advice and everything so you know going into this i was looking for something to review for you guys you know more content to put on the channel while we're all staying at home and you know there's nothing playing in theaters and um They're small, but you guys get the gist. A lot of it's on VOD streaming services, so I try to pick which ones sound interesting or if you guys want to hear a review about it. I chose this one because I like Jessica Roth in the Happy Death Day films. I hope they do a third one, by the way. Um, And so I wanted to see where she would kind of go with a romantic comedy versus a horror comedy, and I do think her career is very promising, so that's why I chose this film. Overall... This movie's fine. Um, it's the definition of just okay. Really nothing bad about it. Nothing great about it. Um, it's just kind of there. It's something it, it definitely enjoyable. If you love uh, musicals or something like Rock of Ages. Where they integrate a story with a nice you know soundtrack of that particular decade. Um, and they have the characters sing it and everything. And it makes sense actually. And I'll explain myself in just a second. But if you like the uh, romance musicals, romance... Romance comedy musicals, you know, that type of uh, mishmash. I think you'll enjoy this one. So regardless of what I just said and how I review this film, check it out on VOD Support It if this is uh, your type of film. So um, it's set to a 80s soundtrack because at the beginning of the film, we have Alicia Silverstone, who plays the older version of Jessica Roth. And she's telling her daughter on how she fell in love with this punk rocker uh, played by Josh Whitehouse and how they just, you know, no one really liked them together, but they they had this bond and they wanted to see where it could go. And it was a really strong love for them. And so she's telling them this story or telling her this story and we get to kind of see like how their relationship was and why a specific song is uh, influenced by this relationship. And that's all I'll say, just in case if you haven't seen this, but you know, she's telling this story and everything. And the reason why people break out into song and I was trying to think like why the movie was made this way, but 'Cause I haven't seen the original, I'm just judging this one on its own merits. The reason why she's thinking of these flashbacks and music is a, a huge part of these set pieces, is because, like, for instance, I'm thirty years old. If I were to think back, like, some of the songs that defied my childhood, uh boy bands and like Lincoln Park, um, I might associate some of those memories with certain songs. And, you know, if I was describing a story to someone or my future kids and I were to have it in movie form, I might have people bust out and rock out to Linkin Park or sing some boy band tunes. Like that's just, that's probably how it would go. And so a lot of people associate memories with songs. And so that's why I think people bust out into songs with this because music is a huge part of this woman's life. And she, um, as she's remembering and telling her daughter these memories, music just kind of, uh, bleeds through it because that's how her memory uh that's how these memories are processed in her head and so I found that um to be an interesting way to tell the story for sure I was a little confused at first I was like that's they're busting out this isn't really doesn't really feel like a musical but um I I get why they do it now and like I said it's an interesting approach uh for sure and but the main heart of the story is the romance and I do think Jessica Roth and Josh Whitehouse have that chemistry for sure um and it's a strong chemistry, but I just think the the overall story, falling in love, falling out of love briefly with some bumps in the road and kind of coming back together at the end. it's stuff we've seen before from different you know backgrounds and everything. so it's not anything new. What is new is how um, Rachel approaches uh, her directing style in having these colors be vibrant. the songs pop out and really kind of um, capture what her her life was like. That's the type of stuff that I really enjoy. The kind of visual aesthetic and the choices made with the songs and uh, how it just, it does make it stand out and how the music kind of fuels the story. That's what I appreciate. Not really the romance itself. I thought that was kind of whatever, but um, the directing choices and just the colors used and everything, it just, it feels like you're set in this, this time frame, listening to this story as it's being told. And uh, I really enjoy that. It's, 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 poppy it's fresh it's vibrant and that's really fun to watch like I said the romance it's whatever but the chemistry is there so I will give them that and speaking of performances Jessica Roth is great she's got charisma she has that charm and just that likability about her it's really hard to explain but when you watch Happy Death Day or if you watch this she just has that that power on screen that you just can't take your eyes off of her she's just really really sweet and just a confident actress. I love that. She just does her thing and leaves, and you're just like, wow, she's really likable. And so she does that here. Um, Josh Whitehouse plays the punk rocker. He's a rebel, you know, all that stuff. He's, He's good, and they have that chemistry. It's, you know, the opposites attract type of thing because she does have a boyfriend early on in the movie, and she's trying to find a way to, like, get out of that. Speaking of her boyfriend, played by... Logan Paul, um, nope. Uh, even with all the stuff, if if you take away all the stuff that that guy has done uh, in his career so far, even if you just swipe all that away, you talk about his performance, I still didn't like him. He's not a good actor. He He's not believable one bit as, like, this jockey, douchebaggy, you know, football player of a school. Like, it just... I thought he was trying too hard, honestly. Like, he, he is trying too hard to be funny and, like, to do all these, like, improv techniques and these, these flourishes in his performance. And it doesn't match what everyone else is doing. So he feels like he's doing his own thing because he, he has his ego and, like, that's just what he does. And, like, it doesn't gel well with the rest of the performances. So, Logan, Paul, if you're going to keep acting and if we're be forced to watch you, scale back a bit. That's all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, everyone else is, is pretty good. You know, the friends, uh, that she has her, her, her group with, they're all, they're all funny. They all have some great one-liners and stuff. And that's the other thing. This movie is pretty funny. Um, the roommates not, may not work for me, uh, all the way, but some of the comedy is like really funny and it caught me off guard. Um, some of the hearts I've laughed in quite a while, so I will give it that, but some of her friends kind of a, a tribute to that when it gets to the final scene at the prom, there's a lot of funny moments there with some of the dj stuff but yeah uh i thought everyone else besides the main two that we were supposed to focus on with the romance all did a great job doing their characters and um, you know singing the tunes i thought everyone had a, a good singing voice so that's important um the dance numbers were well choreographed yeah everyone just did a great job so yeah i this is not something i would ever want to pop in um down the road uh i would rather watch another romantic comedy or a romantic musical or just anything. There are some great things there with like the production design, the costuming and the colors and really capturing that electric 80s vibe and uh, having these songs fuel the story and how um, she remembers this romance. That's great stuff. The romance is okay. The performances are whatever. The main two leads are pretty good. I'm kind of just like, Good, bad, good, bad. So I'm going to go right down the mill with it and say the 2020 version of Valley Girl is a C for me. It's okay. But if you want to check it out, if this is something that is your, your style, your bag, and you like these type of movies, check it out. You might like it more than me. So... Um, let me know down below. Uh, hate it, loved it. I read all the comments. If I don't reply back, I still read them all. Like this video and subscribe to my YouTube channel so you can get updates on whatever, whatever I review. If you're more of a podcast person and you're listening to this review on podcast form on the Real Me In Colon and Movie Podcast feed, subscribe to it so you can get updates so on when I review anything. Or if we, uh, my co host and I have extra content, please check that out. But that will do it for this review, guys. I'm Chase Lee. Uh, And tune in next time for whatever I review next. I will see you guys later.